Hey everybody, welcome to the Bloody Awesome Movie Podcast spoiler episode. This is our spoiler episode for Jungle Cruise. Um, I'm John Burke, but with me, as always, from across the pond is Matt Hudson from whatiwatchtonight.co.uk. Matt, you ready to spoil Jungle Cruise? I'm ready to spoil Jungle Cruise completely, John. So, as uh, we're clearly stating here, folks, this is our bonus spoiler episode for Jungle Cruise. Normally, on the main feed, we don't spoil the movies when we review them, but we decided sometimes there's stuff we want to talk about. So we started doing these mini episodes. We hope you're enjoying them, but be warned right now from this point on, we are going to talk full spoilers about jungle cruise. The film starred starring the rock or Dwayne Johnson, sorry, the <laughs> rock um, and Emily blunt. Um, so be warned. If you don't want to have any spoilers, stop listening right now. Cause we're jumping right in. Jungle Cruise. Matt and I both pretty positive on it, right? Yeah, more so than I think we we both thought. It it was a film that could have gone either way. It could have just been really not very good, or it could have been a massive surprise. So as it turns out, it was more towards that, uh, more of a surprise than anything. But um, yeah, we were more so uh, up on it than I than I thought, and looking forward to hearing kind of your more spoilery thoughts about it because we kind of covered it fairly well on that main episode so the one thing i mentioned i alluded to on the main episode was uh that the trailer did a good job of keeping me in the dark and what i was referring to is at about the midpoint um we get a bunch of supernatural stuff that i didn't remember seeing in the trailer like with like the snares like one guy who's like a snake man one guy who's a uh, he's like a living tree essentially there's uh, the yep. dude with the, the bees and the Bee- honey honey yep. candy um, man and I don't remember seeing any of that in the trailer. Um, so w- when I was going to see this, I had asked my wife if she wanted to see it. And she was like, yeah, maybe. And I was like, I don't think there's anything like scary in it, like in pirates or in, um, not that she would get afraid of that stuff, but she doesn't like really like horror vibes and stuff. You, you know, did so, watch the exorcist with her. <laughs> yeah. Which I was surprised she watched that, but, um, <laughs> uh, and to be fair, like Indiana Jones, which is a movie that we, we referenced, uh, this is clearly inspired by. There's yeah. a lot of supernatural stuff in the Indiana Jones movies, but usually oh, in damn, the latter yeah. half. And that's what happens here, but I didn't see it coming. And I guess I should have, but I was expecting this to be a lot more straightforward. And then, uh, obviously big spoiler here is Frank is dead. Um, yeah. which as soon as like he died, I was a little shocked. I'm like, wow, they killed the rock because the rock has it's been stated that like in the fast and furious franchise, he could not be beaten in a fight. That was like in his contract. <sighs> so even though he dies here, he doesn't technically die because he's, he's undead. So I yeah. guess that's why it was a, a loophole maybe, or maybe he's stepping back from that a little bit. Like, like, you know what? People don't want to see invincible characters. That's why <sighs> a lot of times Superman gets kickback because we want to believe that they are, there is peril and stakes to be fair, I guess there really isn't for Frank um, because he is dead. He can't die again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I um, I overall liked the chemistry with him and Blunt. I thought there was some funny stuff. I didn't like the I didn't feel like there was romantic chemistry. I didn't buy that. And I don't think it was either of their performances so much as my own kind of perception. I think both suffer. I do know like I would say Emily Blunt's relationship with Krasinski, especially because they have shared a screen together. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I I can't. I I'm aware that she's married to him, so maybe like that's affecting buying into her liking someone else, especially because Krasinski and The Rock could not be furtherly apart from one another. Like you know, in terms of appearance, like yeah. Krasinski looks like an everyman. The Rock looks like no man. Like no one looks <laughs> like The Rock. Um, and. Uh, and then also, though, because of that element, I don't buy The Rock as romantically, which I did reference in the actual episode. So yes. that was my biggest like criticism of the film was like I didn't, I don't think the romantic storyline needed to be there. I, I feel like it hurts the film. I, I think it hurts Emily Blunt's character more. Um, like I would have preferred them just being friends. I bought that. I bought the comedic kind of yeah. back and forth with them. I at the end they they don't even look like they would be a couple. Like at the end of the movie when they're like in modern day, well, that time Europe. Um, I'm like, no way. I don't, I don't for a second believe that they're a couple and I wish it hadn't gone there. I wish it could have been platonic. Maybe they're just like adventuring buddies. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, I, I feel like that's a trope that Hollywood always feels like there has to be a romantic interest, but a, a, there should always be a quote unquote love story, but a love story doesn't have to be romantic love. It can be platonic. And I would have bought platonic with them. Um, uh, and the other thing uh, that we alluded to is the uh, McGregor story that he reveals that he he doesn't outright say he's gay. No, well, you but know, he, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't say those words in as such. But you know, the, it, but yeah, he definitely he says yeah. it. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. There's no way to interpret it. it as well. He said, you know, he said mm-hmm. that scene made him choke up. Hence, why he is on screen because it was very well written, and I think it was handled well. It was at the same time it still doesn't feel like a main, like it's there. It's cool. It's a good thing. It's a step in the right direction, but it still doesn't feel like it's really a relevant part. Uh, Honestly, if they were going to take that, I would have preferred him and and Dwayne Johnson to end up together. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I actually bought that romantic chemistry more than I bought the Dr. Houghton chemistry because she doesn't seem like she's looking for that. She doesn't seem like she's interested in a relationship. She's oh, like she's looking for something, but it ain't, it ain't a rock and it ain't a man. Right. Exactly. It's career focused. Right. Um, yeah. And so for her to like, no, you know what? But this guy, this guy, and I'm like, nothing about him ever says that you are into him romantically, but I, I would argue the other is true. I think, I think McGregor definitely would, you know, like start to fall for him. And I would have yeah. bought that more. Um, and I, like Frank, it's alluded to that Frank's lived such a long life that he's kind of dabbled, uh, that he's not opposed to, to the idea of like, uh, you know, I think if you live for like 400 years, maybe sexuality loses all meaning, right? Like if yeah. it is really a construct, I would have bought that more. And I actually think that would have paid off that, that's that character beat all the more had that been the direction they went. I don't know if the rock would be willing to do that or not. I think he, uh, he did. He has played a gay character in be cool. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, so I think he would, but uh, they didn't, and I, th- I think that's where they screwed up. I think it th- that would have been a much more satisfying romantic arc than forcing it on Doctor Houghton, the more traditional. You know, yeah, okay, of course they fall in love because she can't just be an adventuring woman; she has to have a relationship. You know, yeah. I mean, she she it was all career focus, and then the Rock's muscles turned up, and it is like oh, m- muscly man. Ooh. Um, yeah, I think the scene with Jack Whitehall and um, McGregor was handled well in the sense that it didn't feel. Uh, here's here's the buzzword for people online. It didn't feel forced in. It felt like a natural uh, part of the film, and I'm here for that. But it did also feel like the screenwriters and and the Mouse House. Like they, it was like those scenes in a comedy where somebody can't bring themselves to say a word. 
You know, it's like Jack. It's like McGregor was saying. You know what? I'm. G- 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 he just can't bring himself to say I'm gay. You know, that's you know, come out and say it. Disney, let let them say it. You know, if it, if people don't like it, then <laughs> more for them. Um. So yeah, but at the same time, it wasn't really ever sort of touched upon as well. So whilst it didn't feel forced in at the moment, it didn't really go anywhere either. And I agree with you. The the his chemistry of the Rock was uh, Dwayne Johnson was great. Uh, and I mentioned on the main show that the three of them together had very good chemistry. Yep. And I, like you just said, I bought um, Dwayne and Emily's platonic friendship because, you know, they, they bounced off each other very well. And like the fact that he just keeps calling her pants, which is a joke which should have worn off really quickly, but it didn't. It, every time he called her pants, I, I thought, <laughs> it, I, I, okay, I, I'm here for this. But yeah, it's it, there's something about, the rock maybe it's just in this film but there isn't some but in this film especially it just didn't feel like the kind of place for the rock to suddenly become a lothario and the leading romantic man and you know those those old 80s and 70s and 80s action films and action stars worked because the heroes were big beefy guys who would still mm. get a hand to them in a fight but then they'd come back and win the next one that was what made them great you know they weren't immortal or invincible um, you don't get something like Vin Diesel. Well, I can't be beaten because family can't see that. Just, just take the L sometimes. Uh, so, but when when the Rock, sorry, sorry, Dwayne Johnson, when Frank is stabbed through the heart, I still didn't believe he was gone just because mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson, man, it's you know he's all over the poster. It would have been a hell of a twist if he did die in that moment to sacrifice himself to to uh, to give the arrowhead to Emily Blunt in like a, in one of the probably the greatest. Uh, ex- greatest executed throws in film history. The man yeah. managed to get enough power on that, but um, you know, I didn't think for a minute that he was dead. But the twist that he was in fact actually dead all along. He was like an undead or uh, immortal. He'd been cursed, as it were. He'd been cursed. I didn't yeah. see that coming, and I was like, okay, I'm here for that. And then that, but they then they ran with that later on in the film. It wasn't just oh look, I've been alive for 400 years. Good, huh? They used that a few times, and that's early in the end when. Um, when uh, Frank says to her, you know, you're going to have to kill me for that petal and kind of gives her the nod and she knows, okay. And as an audience, we're like, right, this is where it's going. He, uh, Jesse Plemons' character doesn't understand, but we're in on the joke, you know, uh, we're on the gag. So I, I, I thought that was well done. Um, the supernatural elements were, were fine. It added something a bit different. As I mentioned, like young kids might find it a little bit scary. There was a skit about two thirds of the way through, which was basically this one big like sex and penis innuendo laden scene, which, Hey, I'm here for that. I thought it was quite funny. Um, uh, other than that, not really anything else that kind of jumps out. I really liked the intro. I thought that was quite a lot of fun where, uh, Jack Whitehall's character McGregor is delivering, uh, a shoddily, uh, done speech to these, um, curators or these experts stocked in their field. And as you mentioned uh, on the main show, like, you know, they couldn't have a, they even said to him like, Oh, this looks like something that a woman wrote and, and, and gave to us a few weeks ago. So they're kind of looking down, uh, but it's all a front. So, um, so Emily Blunt can go and steal this arrow here so she can go on her adventure. Uh, I, I enjoyed that. It was, it was that kind of fun, kind of silly action where it's like the most improbable thing with ladders, uh, and, uh, and gravity, but, it was fun when they get it right. Like we mentioned things like the mummy, when they get it right, it's fun. And that's what we don't have enough in films nowadays. Is that kind of like silly fun where everyone's in on the, everyone's in on the gag and they're just having a good time. Um, 
as was Paul Giamatti, who was uh, he was you know, again. I mentioned he, he he got the assignment. He knew what kind of film was he was in, and he had a good time. So um, yeah, the rocks one liners, the dad jokes were fabulous, and for the most part, I don't really have any qualms with the film. You know, I didn't find anything necessarily spectacular about it, which is why I can't rise it to a very good film because there was nothing spectacular that stood out other than the chemistry between our our three leads uh, or our two leads and supporting actor. I think they were very good together. But other than that, nothing really jumped out where I, you know, I've watched the film. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm kind of sitting here now racking my brain thinking, right, well, there must be something else, but no, it's, it was just, you know, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Same. So uh, that's, that's it. that concludes our spoiler app guys. Um, not too much else to say overall. Good. We didn't really talk about Flemings or Giamatti, but they're kind of, I think buried in the movie, like they're there yeah. and their scenes are fine, but they they definitely don't get a lot of screen time. Um, it's, it's the Emily Blunt and Dwayne Johnson show for sure. But, yeah. um, we'd love to hear what you thought. So you can reach out to us on socials. Um, all, all of mine are at Burke reviews and Matt, uh, what I watched tonight to search that. And of course you can follow the bloody awesome movie podcast on Twitter and on Instagram on Instagram. We're at bloody awesome movie pod and on Twitter. You're going to find us at BAMP underscore podcast, B-A-M-P underscore podcast. And that's it for this episode. Uh, check back next week for our Suicide, uh, suicide Squad, not just Suicide, Suicide Squad episode <laughs> where we uh, watch and review James Gunn's new movie. The Suicide Squad, JB. So for me, keep watching movies. And stay bloody awesome. <laughs>